When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I'm the first one to talk. Uh-huh. If you want to be. Okay, hold on. Just give me one second because i got to think. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome back to House of the Dragon. Uh-huh. Welcome, Airheads. Uh-huh. And welcome, Airheads, too. The sister show of putting on airs, House of the Dragon. It's not House of the Dragon. Little House of the Dragon. There you Sorry. go. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Don't put that on there. Oh. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Little House of the Dragon. Uh, this is Kirby and Corey. This is a sister podcast of Putting on Airs. That's right. Welcome back, Airheads. We're glad to have you here. We got a lot of positive feedback on the show. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. I Now, you say you're glad to hear it because you didn't check the comments because I instructed you not to check the yeah, comments. Yeah, I haven't checked any comments purposely. I don't want to know. It kind of makes me feel sick to my stomach. And I don't blame you. And uh, again, I know I tell you not to check the comments, and you shouldn't because you shouldn't get in the habit of it. But I will tell you that they were over, I won't even say overwhelmingly positive. They were all positive. There wasn't one negative comment on the YouTube feed, at least. Now, granted, I stopped looking too because I was yeah. like, hey, you're, you're not taking your own advice here. Do, do the yeah. thing, practice what you preach, yeah. brother. Yeah. But people love you. And I've always said, I've told everybody for years that my sister is actually the shining star of the family. It's just that <laughs> she doesn't have the whatever mental illness it is that a person has to have in order to pursue stand up. Narcissism. Narcissism. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but no, we, we everybody loved it. We're happy to be back here. Uh, for episode two of Little House on the Dragon, and this episode was titled... The Rogue Prince. Mm. And I yeah. loved it. Yeah, no, I loved it too. Straight into the action. Yeah, five dragons. Five dragons, Five for dragons. Sure. Right out yeah. the gate with five dragons. Yeah, five dragons. I know, it was great. It started off being uh, started six months after the previous episode, which I've learned by doing a little bit of my research. This season will have... A lot of time jumps. Yeah, I actually, I didn't know until today when I was doing a little research that like, because and the reason I say this is because I heard somebody talk about the girl who plays um, Alicent. Yeah. they ref- Somebody referred to her as she plays young Alicent. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Wait, have we seen Alicent before? I was like, no, wait, was Alicent in Game of Thrones? Was she 175 years old? And then they were like, no, they're, they're older actors are going to come in and play these characters. Same with Rhaenyra. Yeah. Which, yeah. It's still going to be Matt Smith, though. Yes. Like the older people yeah, are still going to say the they same. They just look like they're little kids Yeah, still, right, right. You know. Um, Speaking of little kids, we'll get to it a little bit later, oh, but God. Jesus Christ, that's a kind of a theme of this episode. It is, it is, and you know. Like I said, we'll, we'll get to it, but. Woo. Yeah, well, it started off six months after the first episode. You know, they start off at the small council meeting. Uh, Corliss, Lord Corliss. Lord Corliss, yeah. The uh, Snake Lord. 
Oh, is that what it's called? Yes, called Snipecore. Snipecore. Was that in the show, or you just know that? I don't know if I know it or if it's in the show. His hair kind of looks like snakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, He was uh, mad. Big mad. Big mad because the Stepstones are like his area, Mm -hmm. and he's got a fleet of ships, and the crab feeder guy is attacking their ships and literally oh it actually the episode started with men getting eaten Eaten by by crabs crabs. yeah so do we know now maybe i missed it but like are we supposed to know anything about this crab feeder other than here's a guy who is killing so many people and is on the beach that he's literally feeding people to crabs which like that sort of turned me off crabs for a second like that turned my stomach i'm I'm a huge crab person yeah yeah but i saw that episode where the crabs are eating these people, and then this morning on a completely unrelated topic, uh-huh. did I send you that video of the crab that was like on the beach, and he came up and he grabbed this like baby turtle while the baby no. turtle's like trying no. to get away, and the crab ran off from it. And I was like, "This is a pretty rough day for me and crabs." You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, not I'm not good. really for them right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know like what the crab feeders um, like deal is. Like who elected him leader of that outfit? Yeah, right. You know? Like I don't know. Sometimes when you're just that, but badass of a dude you just kind of take over the outfit we learned that you know the free cities are the ones that oh, also funded. sorry we're recording this outside in beautiful historic chickamauga georgia and every now and then there's just like gunshots and stuff that happens so you're yeah. just gonna have to deal with that i like it for the ambiance but go on i'm sorry yeah it's a vibe it's a vibe <laughs> it's definitely a vibe but yeah the episode technically started out with people getting eaten by crabs Lord Corliss comes into the small council meeting, which, by the way, very impertinent when it comes to the king. For sure. Like, he... He sort of uh, speaks above his register, as Granny used to say. For sure. And, like, I think Viserys isn't actually mad that he speaks that way. He only acts mad when Otto... Right. It's like, you shouldn't speak that way. And Viserys is like, yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when, like, Robert... Only made Ned call him King Robert when he was in front of other people. Yeah, it's like yeah. when you're hey when we're when we're backstage. Like I'm Robert, I'm your boy. But exactly. like like uh like in the West Wing, uh, yeah. uh president the president cert- certain people he makes some calls. Like when we're in public, you have to call me president exactly because yeah and because I don't think that Viserys Vis- Vis- the the thing that makes Viserys in my opinion a good person is the thing that is going to make him a bad king. And Uh, yeah, I don't think you really can be both. You can't. No, you can't. And it's sort of like when I'm looking at things like this in a television show, I realize the dichotomy of what I believe as a a real person and what I believe as a viewer of a television show, because in real life, I don't want my president or leader to be someone who like wants to go to war. I want them to be like, find any other means. Let's let's have peace. But then when I'm watching a show like this and the exact same stakes are up for grab, I'm going, bro, you got to get in there and attack. Like, what are you you talking about? Like, I don't care at all. And I'm like, oh, right. Mm -hmm. Leaders have to make really hard, terrible decisions for the realm. For the realm. Yeah. And Viserys doesn't seem like a person that is like willing to do any of that. Yeah, well, and so we've learned that uh, Lord Corliss, he's like one of the richest dudes in the realm. Mm-hmm. Like he's like the Tywin Lannister. Right. If the more like non just Do we know how he horrible. got his money? The shit like the, ships. The ships. Like, yeah, he was just the he, ship man. He's a he self-made just does, man. Like, yes, he's a self-made man. Because he's the second son. 
He's the second. Is it, he's one of the second sons. Wasn't that what him and Matt Smith were commiserating over? Is like we were the second born, which means we had to earn everything yeah, that we that's got. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he. Um, so he's all mad. His ships, his men, Otto, which I saw someone literally call him the middle finger instead of little finger. Oh, that's good. Yeah, which I thought was good. I love that. He's just like, I mean, we'll compensate you, you know, like, we'll holler at the families. And he's like, I don't want that. Like, that's not the point. Like, what are we going to do? We got a rage war. And Viserys is like, literally in the history of Westeros, we've never gone to war with the free cities. Right. Well, you know, never say never. There's a first for everything. For sure. That's how precedent gets set. And Mm -hmm. also, he's like, listen, Viserys, um, we are very vulnerable right now for two reasons. Number one, your wife's been dead for six months. Move on, bro. Like, you're going to have to produce an heir. We know that you've named your daughter as the heir, but nobody, like, in you That's live, six years in earthly years. For sure. Oh, without question. Yeah. But you're living in this bubble where you think that, like, oh, I've named my daughter an heir. Everything's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like most people are like, oh my God, a woman's going to be queen. We can't have that. We've already seen it before where they tried to do that and it got shot down. Uh, So we're vulnerable on that front, but we're also vulnerable in the sense that in these six months, your brother has fled the city, taken over Dragonstone, got all the gold cloaks to go with him, and you aren't doing anything. Anything about it, and well, if you he don't told think, him to go there, he should did. he not have brought his bros? No, I. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you gotta have his homies with him. I mean, literally at the end, he's like, you know, bye, see you later. No, and I, we know that. As, I know. We know that as viewers. I'm, I'm thinking as Viserys, like, what you what you mad about? No, I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. he, we as viewers, and Viserys knows that that's how it went down. But like, I think what Coralus is trying to say to him is like. In the grand scheme of things, all people see is your brother did this to you and you didn't cut his head off yeah, or set him completely adrift. Exactly. So yeah. when you couple that with the fact that you don't, the line of succession is sort of wibbly wobbly right now, mm-hmm. we're going to have to make some sort of big move and the free people can't just continue yeah. to live unchecked. Yeah. So. Rhaenyra, you know, while she's just like pouring everybody's wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still the cupbearer after yeah, six months. Yeah, still the cupbearer, which, side note, the little conversation with her was technically her like second cousin or whatever. Whenever she calls her the queen that never was, and she said, they bent the knee to me, and she mm-hmm. said... I bet they remind you of that whenever you're filling their cups. I was like, ooh. Savage. Yes. Savage. Yes, I like her. Her and Corliss together, like they're going to be. They're a power couple. Oh, power couple. But Rhaenyra suggests dragon riders, which I've said this to you. I think I said it, maybe said it on the first podcast. We've talked about this. I just feel like how could there ever be a war lost when a dragon could just come by and just actually burn the whole army? But yeah. I guess the show would just end. Yeah, right. There's some things that you just kind of have to hand wave and just be like, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But she suggests that, and, you know, they're kind of like, huh? Otto is like, you know, why don't you just go pick out the new Kingsguard? Like, you know, know your place. Hey, get out of here. Get out of and- here. We'll entertain you. Sir Harold takes her over there to, like, the little area at the Red Keep. She's picking out, you know, new Kingsguard, all these knights. Uh, she st- has to step on a little stool. So she goes to pick out the new King's Guard. Sir Kristen mm-hmm. Cole is who she picks, which sounds just like Christian Bale. I was about to say, you pointed out to me that he sounds just like Christian Bale, like prestige Christian Bale, yeah. not Batman Christian Bale, but like yeah. how Christian Bale actually sounds in real life, which, by the way, it like I think it was only maybe five years ago that I realized that that's how he sounded like. 
You never watch Little Women? No. Didn't he talk like that in Little Women, or is that just old accent? I didn't see him in Little Women, but even if I had, like, I didn't. I, 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 also, ha- I also didn't think that he talked like this. Well, actually, I don't think that he had the English accent in Little Women. I think he just, like, spoke educated, and I just assume people are from Europe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, no, I just the only two things that I'd ever really seen him in were like American Psycho and Batman. So to me, he doesn't really have an English look to him. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like an American well, I dude. He was from Boston. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Like yeah. from Boston. So yeah. like the first time I heard him in an interview, I was like, "He's a lawmy Boston." Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Sir Harold goes over there with her to help her, and Otto, you know, middle finger. Which still digging the fact that Sir Harold just has a Scottish accent. Love like, it. Where, when are we going to learn the location in the realm that that's the accent? I know. I just I wait, love wait, it. wait, wait, wait. Did Davos have a Scottish accent? Flea bulb. No, that's like a. What's the accent for? Broma. I can't remember. There's a term for that kind of accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so she. she I picks- also, while we're talking about Otto, I love that in two episodes, uh, he has gone from like, oh, noble hand of the king, to flash forward six months. You can really see his wheels turning behind. Like you can really see the chess pieces that he's playing and the way that he manipulates the king without the king understanding what's going on. Not that the king's stupid. The king is just very kind and trustworthy. Yeah, the king's just not vindictive, so he has a hard time seeing people vindictive. I I think he's just naive. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think he's just naive. Like, I think that if he had a um, hand that really... Like, if he had Ned Stark as a hand, Mm -hmm. I think that... He'd probably be a really good king. Maybe. I don't know if, like, Ned Stark, him and Ned Stark have too many qualities where they're like, let's always do the right thing instead of the thing that's going to make us win. Maybe. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Like, you do have to have somebody that's like, okay, great, you're the nice king, but, like, I'm running things behind the scenes and I know when to be a butthead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well... During all this, which I think she picked him because he had combat experience and also because he's good looking. He's super hot. She's into him. During this, small council meets. It was during that, right? Yeah. That's when the small council met again. They were still meeting. The small council was meeting, and then she she starts talking, uh, you know, above her board, and they were like, get her out of here. Yeah. And and give her her a menial task to do, like choosing the king's guard. Yeah. Well, Corliss at this time, Corliss, not during the meeting, after the meeting, him and Rhaenys, his wife, who I think is... So hot. She is very attractive. Yeah, me and Very you, attractive. Me and you were talking during the episode about how attractive she was, and I knew that I'd seen her somewhere, and she, if you don't know, she plays uh, Wallace Simpson in The King's Speech, and uh, Putting On Airs fans know Wallace Simpson because I talked about her at length during the episode. I can't remember which number, but when I talked about uh, Edward's abdication. So if you haven't checked it out, go listen to that episode in our archives at watchpoa.com. There you go. Well, they approach the king, and they're like, hey, you know, you've got a duty. It's been six months. you got a duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's been six months since your wife died. Like, why don't you holler at our 12-year-old? 12. Yeah. 12. Which, if you've read the books, you know this is not shocking any time a minor's involved in anything. Like, Well, it's... I was going to say, it was a different time. It's not. It's a completely different world. It's just... It's, it's meant... 
it's absolutely meant for us to be disgusted at it, though. Yeah. Like now, now, unfortunately, there is a large—I well, won't say large section of the population, but there are a lot of people that were seeing this, just going, mm, "Yes, excellent." Yeah. But yeah, it was like I was watching that with you, and I when when he said you need to take my daughter, and then they showed the scene with her. Like there was this one moment where I was like, "Oh my god!" And I turned, and you were looking at me, just going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the only time in the episode that I, like, went back into my, like, real-world brain instead of House of Dragon brain, when she said, like, you know, my mom said I didn't have to bed you until I was 14. Oh, yeah. It, I just kind of, I got aggravated because they don't have, like, some 18-year-old girl that looks like she's 12 right. playing this part. An actual child was told to say that. Yeah, right. So I didn't like that. I didn't. No, I'm with you. Like an actual child had to say those words. No, I'm with you. Like I've always had. It's a like when there's movies where there's a child actor and the child Mm -hmm. has to say these certain things. Like just like when they cast the the fat child actor. Like they. You, they know you're telling yeah, them they're no. fat. And I mean, I mean, Natalie Portman in Leon, aka The Professional, like it's a very adult movie. And there's part of me that is like, oh my God, it is horrible that we've had to make this child sell this stuff. But then there's the other part of me that goes, well, this is how that story would go. And maybe it's an important story to tell. And like, you just have to have the kid do it and then maybe have an on-site therapist tell the kid like hey listen you're this is a character you know mm-hmm. but like i hear you like that's a that's a rough thing i i would not want my child in that scene yeah i mean if they paid me game of thrones money maybe but yeah, like yeah. you know what i'm saying so they suggest them getting married and you know to give Viserys credit like he he seems very put off by the idea which it ends up being funny that he just like tells i think can't remember if he told Otto or if it was the Grand Maester. Like, I mean, I just don't even know her that well. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, we don't really have a lot in common. Like, yeah. I'm a king. She's barely potty yeah. trained. Yeah, which you know, whenever they suggested this, you know, said that she had the Valerian blood. Like, but you know, I know the twelve year old. That's terrible. But also. I'm thinking, yeah, it probably is best for the realm, but you know, the Valerian, venereal, <laughs> Valerian blood, like you know, join the houses for the realm. It'll probably be the best thing. But I knew, you know, he's been hollering at Allison for six months of now. Of course. And, and how old is she? I, I think like fifteen. I'm yeah, assuming. And it's so funny that I'm just like, that's better. I mean, it is like, better. She looks older, at least. Well, because that little girl doesn't even look 12 to me. No, she looks she's like a she's baby. Nine. Yeah, she's a baby. Yeah. So, we know he's going to be hollering at her. For sure. Um, they end up finding out. Otto lets the king know, by the way, your trifling brother stole your dragon egg that was supposed <laughs> to be put in the crib for when Balon was Balon yeah. was born. Yeah, like we gotta he can't take the egg that we're supposed to put in the baby's bassinet. Yeah, so what this sort of is, weird ass tradition this is, is a that slap in his face in all different kinds of ways. Like he's mad. He's like, uh well I'm heading over to Dragonstone. I'm gonna take care of business. How, how long do dragons stay in their egg, by the way? Like I don't really understand because they're like that we've had this dragon egg for a while. Like how long does it take a dragon egg to hatch? I don't know. I I don't. Really. I don't know because, like you know, it has to be a long time because remember, Daen- Daenerys, you know, was gifted three dragon eggs like 
the dragons had supposedly died years and years and years and years before. How I assumed that I assumed that was some sort of like magical thing, and of course, Maybe magic. You does put it. them in fire and they just hatch. Yeah, right. They're just like, oh, well, whenever we want these dragons, there will be dragons. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we're just going to go with that. It's uh, You just put them in your own little flaming incubator, and there yeah. you go. Well, Otto's like, no, you can't go over there. It's too dangerous, which, you know, I understand. True. I understand. Um, so, Rhaenyra ends up, well, sorry, Otto goes over there yeah, right. with um, the King's Guard, and it's like, you know... You gotta stop doing what you're doing. He comes out with his. They're all. They're all like, "Hey, let's meet on this ominous bridge. How about that? Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. And side note, Damon said that he took the egg because his wife was pregnant. That he he right. was going by the rules of old Valeria and taking a second wife because evidently back in the old Valerian days. They had more than one wife. So mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to take a wife, which it's the prostitute from the brothel in episode one. Yes. Which it, you can tell he really does like. Yeah. So and it's sort of like, a, it's like, oh, this is a Tyrion thing. It's yeah. like he's taking a whole wife, but yeah. he loves her. Yeah. So. Um, and we saw how that was handled. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Yeah. I mean, there's probably some foreshadowing. Yeah. Right. But. They show up, and this was a, this was 175 years before, so it's not like they're going to be more progressive about that type of no, thing. No, no, no. They show up. He comes out with his wife. He's got the egg, and he's just like throwing it around like it's a football. Yeah, just like stressing well, everybody. Is this out. egg he's wanting to talk about? Yeah, I mean, like I'm stressed. Like it, it's it's not a good thing. Auto stressed. He's like, you know, come on, man, give me the egg. Basically. Hey, buddy, listen. Yeah. We all know you wanted an egg. Yeah. But, like, that's the king's egg. Yeah. And, like, he would have been here. Yeah. But, like, he's trying to work out this whole thing with a 12-year-old. You know how it yeah. goes. Air succession, well, all, all that. all of a sudden, you hear, cacao. And it's just. Up from the clouds. Up, the clouds, like, do this little fluffy-looking yeah. thing. And it zooms over you like a freaking Six Flags ride. Yeah, it was great. So cool. Princess Rhaenyra is on the dragon. And I mean, that was just like, Parallel parks yes. on the ominous bridge. Yes, she does. She does. <laughs> but when she did that, I mean, it was just like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's, like, she's fearless. I mean, she's the Arya of this show. She's the Arya, Daenerys type of hybrid where it's like... Sansa in the last like, season. Yeah, and I, and I love that the show is basically just going like, men talk a lot of talk. But here is, I'm a woman, and I'm just going to do it. Like, she'd already told her dad in the high council. She's like, we got dragon riders. Yeah. Like, let's cool. Ju- let's he's got the ride. He's got the gold cloaks. Mm-hmm. We got the we got today's equivalent of tanks with nukes. Yeah. Let's just go take our stuff, dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which I think part of it is the fact that she really has been so sheltered that she's so naive that she thinks she can just... Do whatever she wants. Do whatever she wants. Yeah, like, just never been any the world, you know? But her interaction with Damon, I mean, she goes up to Damon and tells him, like, listen, I'm the heir. If you're if you want to be heir, you're gonna have to kill me. Yeah, right. Well and I'm they, right here, dude. And they have this moment where like I mean, I don't know he digs her. In a that way? I think he digs her in a that way. You mean like a hmm that's a hmm way? Or yeah, like in a, a like true Targaryen like oh, right. blood don't matter, I like you. Right. Like. We should be together because if I we're just think together, that he loves her as a niece, but I also think that he respects the lot, her. 
I think he respects her, but I think the lines get muddled and there might be such an attraction there. Yeah, right. Or he's just like, I see a lot of myself in yeah. you. I'm also a, I'm going to do whatever yeah. I think is best. I mean, that person. his parents were brother and sister. Yeah, of course. It's not like yeah. in this world, mm-hmm. that's not a ugh yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So he gives her the egg, and it's like, I'm not going to fight you about it. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, I I don't want to kill you. Well, they go back, and she's just thinking, I'm going to roll up, and daddy's going to be like, that's my girl. I should have listened to you. Well, you know, he's mad. Like, of course. You know, you're my him. heir. Like, what if something happened to you? Which, I mean, he, he forgives her. Like, he wasn't unreasonably mad. Like, he just. He, he ended up being he nice. Doesn't, that's the thing. He doesn't get unreasonably mad. That, that is the problem. Yeah. Well, they have this talk, and, you know, he just says, I'm, you know, I know we haven't talked enough since your mom died. Like, Six months. We've just been sitting here at this big long barely table. Barely talking. Yeah. And they kind of have like a little sweet, you know, daughter, um, son, daughter, son. He says, daughter, that's dad. a regret of mine. Yeah. Which, by the way, interspersed in this episode, you have him having his little private dates with Allison. Right. And it, and it's the the thing about it, it seems like an actual. Let's forget the fact that she's fifteen. In this world, that's different than our world. They seem to have an actual good relationship. It's not just like come in here and and empty me, mm-hmm. wench. You know, yeah. like it's she. He's he's like help me talk to my daughter. I know y'all are friends. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. And she seems like she's on the verge of tears. Like she's doing like her father's bidding. I, I think right now she is innocent. I don't it's think go- she knows. I think that she thinks she's doing the right thing. And, I mean, it's obviously going to change. Of course. You know. But I, I do feel bad for her. I mean, you know, it sounds like her and Rhaenyra, they're all each other has, like, right. friends-wise. And she knows, like, things are going to get messed up. Well, they've spent their time together. Next day, we have the small council meeting. And he's going to announce... That he is going to get remarried. Mm-hmm. Corliss is thinking, yeah, you it. know, my oh. daughter, like, mm-hmm. that's who mm-hmm. he's going to marry. Mm-hmm. Well, he said, I'm going to marry the lady, Allison Hightower. So the room's just like, do what? Uh, pardon me? Is this thing on? Yeah. And Otto's just like, you know, <laughs> Corliss says, this is absurd. Yeah. He storms out. You will bang my 12-year-old daughter yeah. in two years, and you will like it, sir. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So, Rhaenyra gets mad. She runs out of the room. I had someone on Facebook say, if you noticed, Allison is wearing the same dress that she wore the night before. Uh-huh. Did she stay the night with the king that night? Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing to Which point I know out. they didn't have, like, you know, a huge wardrobe. Yeah. But like she had her dresses and her mom's dresses. So double right. what most Yeah, I girls. mean I mean, I know that this isn't this is a fictional world, but it's based on medieval England yeah, and in those yeah. and in those worlds, like, dude, a, a royal person changes clothes ten times a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was looking up something not long ago for an episode of Putting on Airs and it was like if you basically the people of the Biltmore went through sixty five outfits a week. Because it was like you wear something for breakfast, something for lunch, then something for polo, and then like to go to bed in, and then for dinner, and then this. So like, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine that. No, that would be the worst. I mean, I change a lot of clothes, but it's just because I'd be sweating. But that's it. Yeah. Well, Rhaenyra runs out of the room. Understandably, like she is hurt, mm-hmm. hurt. Then we flash to Corliss, Lord Corliss, 
at the end. He's he's talking to somebody you can't tell who he's talking to. Basically saying, like, I've been done wrong. We should team up, do wrong together. Yeah, this is a. I love this scene because it's a classic thing that they do in movies. Like, I've seen Sam Raimi do it a lot. They did it in Spider-Man where, like, you have an, a character and they're just talking. And so the audience is like, who are they talking to? And then chair swivel. And you're like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So oh, him and Damon snap. are going to get um, a little bit of an alliance going on, which I did like. Like, you know, he was being impertinent, talking bad about the king. And Damon was like, whoa. Hold on now. Like, I can talk about him. I can say whatever I want. I mean, it's like the typical, like, I can get mad at you and be like, God, you're being such a jerk. But, like, someone else say it, I'm just like, hold the phone. Yeah, like, that's, don't say that about him. That's the first thing I thought of was, like, I have, like, me and you both probably about each other have very valid criticisms of each other that we don't mind saying out loud. But if, so, like, if, if I was saying it to somebody, my sister did this, and then they started agreeing with me, I'd be like, wait, hold on. Yeah. You... No, no, no. I'm I'm allowed to be mad at her right now. You do not say that about my yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At don't all. Say anything. I'll kill you. Which I, I thought was I thought that was really funny, and that also shows that like Damon's not a complete like terrible person. Right. He loves his brother. Right. He's just he's really hurt that because, he wasn't put as heir. Because like, he's really hurt by it. Because that's certainly not like how let's say a Cersei felt about. Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see Tyrion doing that. Like, hey, hold on. I'll say whatever I want about Jamie and Cersei, but that's my family. You don't. But Cersei, like, she wouldn't be like, that's my blood, don't you? But, like, yeah, I mean, it does show of Damon, like, all right, I, my family's still my family. I wish that I didn't have to be doing all this stuff. Agreed. Agreed. It was a good episode. I thought it was a great episode. I thought that I saw a lot of people talking about how they really rushing right into the action and they're not like in Game of Thrones there's several episodes where like you know it'll just be Arya and and Podrick or whatever hanging out by a river chatting yeah and it's like yeah well that like I think Game of Thrones knew like we've got a long way to go here and maybe House of Dragon doesn't have as long to go mm-hmm. I think it's great for the fans, at least, for us to be like, hey, man, again, we left with a little sour note on season eight of Game of Thrones. Let's get right to it. Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, in my opinion, there can't be enough dragons. So, Agreed. I'm, and I'm excited. On, did you see that HBO's already announced that it's renewed for season two? Yeah. Which, I mean, I figured it would. Honestly, I'm surprised that it just from the start it wasn't. We're going to do two seasons of And this. maybe, like, it was. They're just, like, saying, like, yeah. that. But but because it, it because it was, maybe, of course, they've probably already filmed all the episodes for this season. But, like, maybe they will be slowing down a little bit. And, like, hey, let's do some character studies. And let's find out more about this person instead of, you know, doom, doom, doom. But, no, I enjoyed it. I, and I wanted to talk about this as we close because we're done, right, with the, the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Game of Thrones, I noticed... And I watched this episode twice, and the first time I felt differently about it than I did the second time. When we first watched it, and I noticed that they're just using the Game of Thrones theme music, I was like, wait, what? I was like, that, because in my mind, I was like, that's lazy. Like, what are you doing? But then the second time I watched it, the song came on, and it immediately made, it just sent chills down my spine of, like, how I used to feel when a new episode of Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. came on. And I was like, okay, No, I'm all right. It, I'm digging the sound. I, I love it. But do I think the actual visual of the intro is as good as Game of Thrones? No. No, no but, it I can't mean, be. If I'd never seen the intro to Game of Thrones, I'd yeah. be like, yeah. And, 
And I think that's a great point, too, just about this show in general. If Game of Thrones never existed and this show was the first thing we ever saw in this world, I think that a lot of people would feel differently. Not that this show isn't getting praise. It is. Mm -hmm. But I think that, like, you're never not going to compare it to Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. But if this had come first, I think this would be even more groundbreaking than it is. Do you know what I'm saying? I think people would be like, dude, this is the Right here. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, at the end, they showed the little preview for next week, which I think it's fine if we just go ahead and... Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead and tease it. It looks like there... We we see the crab feeder. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's... Is is it a mask or is that just like what he looks like? I don't know. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was a mask or if it was like a Jeffrey Rush and Pirates of the Caribbean thing. I mean, we're at least... At least a year and a half in the future because he's had another kid. Yeah, right. Uh, the the king has he obviously he gets married he has a, a kid right so it and the kid uh are we gonna see the same actors in the in the third episode do you think I don't know how far they're gonna jump well yes we saw uh we see uh, Rhaenyra okay the actress that plays Rhaenyra right now in next episode now I don't know about after that yeah right but we see her. I mean, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm happy to be uh, back in Westeros, as it were. And um, I don't know, you know, like, I'm sure that the expectations for a lot of people was high because it was Game of Thrones. Mine were somewhere in the middle because I was like, well, I'm I'm excited because it's coming out, but... Let's face it, we all saw what happened uh, when there's not as much source material to go on. I've been pleasantly surprised. It has exceeded all my expectations. Yeah. I've had a blast watching the show. I've had a blast re-watching the show. I've had a blast doing this here, Me Little too. House of the Dragon, with you, my sweet sister. <laughs> I've had a blast. Yeah, it's been it's fun. Been cl- I mean, you know, like I said last episode, I love a fandom and... Mm-hmm. You know, Lloyd's tired of hearing me talk about things, I'm sure. So, And much like Little House of the Dragon, I think I can say with the reception that we've gotten on this series, I can go ahead and renew us for a second season of I, Little House of the Dragon. I, I'm sure the viewers agree. Yeah, <laughs> they do, of course. I mean, I don't see how, why they wouldn't. <laughs> we all keep commenting. We really appreciate it. Keep sharing it with your friends. Of course... Continue to check out our flagship show, Putting on Airs. And you can find this show uh, at watchpoa.com and on the Putting on Airs feed. Also, by the way, you can get this episode early at coreywritesforyou.com. That is my Substack. It is a subscription service. I do some essays on there. I do videos. I do podcasts. It's $5 a month. Uh, and it gets you a lot of things early, bonus things. But if you can't afford it, all you got to do is email me at buttercreamcory at gmail.com and I will comp you no questions asked. Thank you so much for listening to Little House of the Dragons or watching Little House of the Dragons. Five dragons, right? Five dragons. Five dragons for sure. I've been Corey Ryan Forster. Kirby Askew. Go dogs. Go dogs. And we'll <laughs> see you next time. Skew. Bye.